Wisdom Ways is all about living from the true power of who you are. Marianne Williamson once said, Our deepest fear is not that we are inadequate. Our deepest fear is that we are powerful beyond measure. If that is true, then how can we let go of those fears and become one with our authentic power? Speaking from personal experience, insights, and stories of awareness, Richard Schultz, spiritual healer and guide, invites you to take a courageous journey with him to finally let go of your deepest fears and embrace inner power beyond measure. Get prepared to travel to the inner spaces that will expand your awareness, freedom, and mastery of life. Hi, and thank you so much for tuning in to Wisdom Ways to Living from Your True Power. I'm your host, Richard Schultz, and we've been taking a journey to understanding how to claim your authentic power. In the previous podcasts, I've been setting the groundwork for deeper discussions about wholeness and how becoming whole is a secret to amazing, authentic power to navigate and shape life to realize our dreams and our goals. In claiming authentic power, we feel happier, more fulfilled, and trust the flow of our lives more and more each day. We've covered some of the fundamentals, the what, where, why, and how of claiming our true power, including seven steps towards claiming your power, how to align your mind, and how to reprogram your powerful subconscious mind with powerful beliefs to support you rather than sabotage your success. We've talked about emotions being at the center of our power, and we talked about the power of love. In the last podcast, we talked about mirrors of relationship, which give us clues about where we are still not whole, so that we can do the inner work to claim the powers we have lost and stop the energy leakages. Today, I want to give you more understanding of shadow and why this wholeness integration work is so important to reclaim your power. All of us have lost power in the shadow but it is all still there waiting to be claimed and used to shape our reality more effectively and efficiently without the habitual suffering that we all experience as human beings. Shadow work or wholeness work allows us to claim the power and resources that somewhere in life, in order to survive, we lost or rejected. That survival strategy served us well for that time, but our soul wants us to be completely free and whole again, and life will constantly present us with clues of where to look to reclaim those parts and that lost power. It's a journey. It's a hero's journey into the truth of who we are. It is a way to become free and live life from our divine nature, the awakened part of our being, rather than from the unconscious limiting beliefs and wounds of the human. This is inner alchemy that will transform the past wounds into the precious gold of wisdom, compassion, and a sense of oneness with life. It is not to deny the human aspect of ourselves, but instead to involve the human towards integrating our divine, awakened self. The word shadow in psychology was first used by Carl Jung. Dr. Jung said, To confront a person with his shadow is to show him his own light. Once one has experienced a few times what it is like to stand judgingly between the opposites, one begins to understand what is meant by the self. Anyone who perceives his shadow and his light simultaneously 
sees himself from two sides and thus gets in the middle. Carl Jung was talking about balance. As humans, we tend to perceive our world in duality. But life is not black or white. It's the full spectrum from light to dark. When we fix ourselves on one side of the spectrum of dark or light and create an enemy of the other side, then we are destined to fight a battle until the end of time. If, instead, we collapse the polarity and look at the full spectrum, we find peace and greater capacity for life, compassion, love, less suffering, and more power and energy to fulfill our life's desire. Consider the Buddhist yin-yang symbol, with the integrated light and dark side making a complete circle. One side of the circle is a mirror image of the other, and they are in perfect balance. In this balance, owning all of our light and all of our dark brings us to power and truth. This is wholeness. I first looked at the idea of shadow about 2001 when I read Debbie Ford's book, The Dark Side of the Light Chasers. I didn't really get it at the time. I didn't understand the depths and importance of this work, so I moved on. I did not yet have the capacity or experience I needed to understand how important this work is to create power, freedom, and peace in life. I guess I wasn't ready for it at that time. It was only a few years ago that I began to dive deep into the power held within shadow and how this work can take us back to our divine nature, our truth. So what is shadow? Well, shadow is anything we've disowned or kept in the dark. It's all you won't be or you cannot be with, those energies that you just don't want in your life. It's the shoulds, the shouldn'ts, the can'ts, the, or that's bad, or I can't stand that. It's those parts of us that we dislike or hate. They were conditioned within us to survive when we were younger. There are things like anger, hatred, dishonesty, unworthy, shame, sexual expression, unlovable, loser, bitch, slut, weakling, authority, the bad boy or the bad girl. It also contains the light which we've cut ourselves off from, such as our beauty, our power, value, greatness, magnificence, joy, worth, brilliance, and even our divinity. It contains our power and our light and potential beyond where we are now. If you're stuck somewhere in life and cannot seem to break free, whether it be about finances, health, self-esteem, or in relationships, then there will be shadows behind this experience. Most people are afraid of their shadows because they don't really understand how they can benefit from embracing something they've attempted to push away all of their life. It makes no logical sense to love the parts of us that we have always hated. We're also attached to hating it because there was a benefit or a payoff in creating it in the first place. When we did it, we did it in order to feel loved or to survive. Most people will not do this work or are afraid of doing this work because it's perceived as a dark place. So it's better to keep hidden, out of the way. Why confront that? Why, do, why bring up bad stuff? It might bring up painful wounds, so it's best to avoid it. 
It's considered bad energy by some, and it'll cause you to feel bad again. And it might not work. Like anything else you've tried, maybe it's only going to work temporarily or not at all. So why do it anyway? Why waste your time? These are the excuses. It's better to just focus on positive things. This is called spiritual bypassing. Just focus on the positive and avoid all those dark energies and vibrations that are lower vibrations because they're evil and we just want to push those away and avoid them, even though they're already inside of us and they are part of us. Dr. Young said, One does not become enlightened by imagining figures of light, but by making the darkness conscious. This is what this work is all about. It is important to confront those fears and patterns and do the work anyway, despite our fears. Because what you cannot be with will never let you be. It will follow you around by being mirrored in your reality, so there's no permanent escape until you actually do the work. You will never be free. It also takes a lot of energy to hide and push away these shadows, these parts of us that we don't like. The shadow also contains gifts and resources and energy to get you unstuck from your current situations and fulfill your purpose in life. So you need these gifts and resources to break free. You'll gain tremendous wisdom and compassion in working with shadow and claiming those shadow parts. You'll be more authentic, joyful, loving, and successful. You'll be able to access more of your true power. It is your only way to true freedom, or one of those components at least. To be totally free, you need to be whole. We need to be whole. If you do not deal with your shadow, there are consequences. We will stay shallow and uninteresting and not authentic in our lives. Shadow will continue to run your life forever and ever based on those same limiting beliefs and patterns with no escape if you do not claim the shadow. And your negative ego will use those shadows and the experience of shadow to keep you stuck and keep you shut down. The only way forward in human evolution is through confronting and embracing shadow from loving all that is, complete acceptance, loving what is. Carl Jung said, Whatever is rejected from the self appears in the world as an event. If you do not turn towards those shadow vibrations and shift them and transform them and bring them into the light, then they will continually create mirrors in your life of limiting experiences until you actually turn towards them and love them. So how do you know if you have shadow operating in your life? What are the symptoms of shadow? Well, a sure way to tell is reactivity. If you're over-the-top emotional about someone or something or some event in your life, if you really have a charge or emotional rejection of something and you get angry, sad, or some other deep emotional reaction, then there will be a shadow behind this. If you're dramatizing, over-dramatizing, there's sure to be shadow. 
Another way to tell is if you're in judgment or projection onto others. If you say, that person's an angry person, that person's incompetent, that person is an idiot, Um, I hate them, I can't stand them. Take Donald Trump as an example in our world today. If you're projecting onto Donald Trump that he's aggressive, he's an asshole, or something like that, then he is shadow for you. He's classic shadow for many people, including me, a short time ago, until I turned and dealt with and claimed um, the asshole in me, the arrogant me, etc. So when we're in judgment or projection of others, there will be shadow behind it. Because if we can't own something within ourselves, we tend to project it on others and attract them into our life. If we're repeating behavioral patterns over and over again, those limiting patterns that come back again and again and again, and we can't seem to get out of them, the the groundhog day, then there is shadow there. And also, when we're stuck in parts of our life and unable to move forward with our finances, our health, our relationships, our spirituality, there's likely shadow behind that that is keeping us stuck. And when we release that shadow, when we claim that shadow and understand it, then those experiences go away. The stuckness goes away. The idea of shadow can be partially understood intellectually, but doing the work to integrate and embrace the shadow is an experience that involves the heart, mind, and spirit. It is emotional work that transforms the limiting beliefs, past emotional wounds or trauma, and shifts the old life-depleting stories into empowered wisdom. When we do this work, our perspective of life changes and our behaviors shift too. Triggers disappear, and we begin to trust the flow of life and more gently flow down the stream without resistance. When you find and heal the wound behind the origin of a shadow part, then all associated triggers and limiting behaviors will disappear miraculously, often instantly. We're going to take a short break right now, and after the break, I'll give you an example of shadow with a personal story and then help you start to identify some of the shadows that at some point you'll want to have the benefit of uh, embracing if you want to move forward in your personal evolution. You're busy. Your life is hectic. But if you take just a few minutes every day for yourself, you can improve your relationships, health, success, and self-esteem. All you need to do is join Richard Schultz for his online course, The Refreshing Beliefs Method. You'll learn how to release fears and how to use your whole mind to achieve your goals toward a better life. Join Richard Schultz online today at refreshingbeliefs.com. Get back in charge of your life. That's online at refreshingbeliefs.com. Welcome back to the second half of Wisdom Ways to Living from Your True Power. Before the break, we were talking about shadow. We've talked about what it is, why people find this work difficult, and the benefits of doing this work, despite the fears and lack of understanding of shadow. If you don't do this work, there are consequences. You will stay in the old limiting stories and patterns that you've always been in. That sucks, and we all know that feeling. So let me give you a classic example of a common shadow. The shadow of anger, 
and I've mentioned this shadow before. So check in with yourself. Do you have a judgment of anger? Are you able to express your anger when it happens without feeling guilty? Are there people in your life with anger issues that you get triggered by, or you are the object of their anger? Does your anger sometimes explode outside of your control, like road rage? Do you prevent yourself from expressing your anger and instead stuff it inside? Many people have these experiences of anger. They have learned to suppress their anger and are afraid to express it. So they stuff it inside or project that anger onto a spouse or boss or friend. You get to say, they are the angry person, not me. But it keeps on getting directed at you and you get to hate or judge them because they have anger issues. If this is you, then you have anger issues too, which you refuse to see and therefore you have pushed it into the shadows and hidden anger from yourself. Not too long ago, I had a client that wanted me to work with his son. He said his son had issues of anger and asked me if I could help his son. Whenever I get a parent asking me to work with their child, I usually start with the parent because very often the source of the issue is with some behavior or experience with the parent. I asked the man to come and see me first without the child. I was wondering if the parent would actually have some issues with anger and wondered how I might approach this question with him. I didn't have to. As soon as the man arrived, he started an angry rant about how things are wrong in the world. After listening to the anger venting, I asked the man if it was him that also had anger issues. I suggested that by working with himself and his own anger, it would go a long way to helping his son. The son was just likely holding on to his dad's anger for him and mimicking his dad as a mirror. If you have issues of anger, then you probably created this as a survival mechanism in childhood. Was it not safe to be angry in your family? Did you get shunned or severely disciplined if you were angry? Was one of your parents an angry person which hurt others and you decided it was bad? Did you just pick up and mimic the anger within a parent to fit in to that family? These are all reasonable reasons to suppress or disown anger. We all do these sorts of things because we don't know any better. We do it in order to survive or feel loved. Rejecting anger and thereby creating the shadow of anger probably had some benefits for you in your life. Maybe you became a peacemaker in your relationships because you're afraid of that anger, so you just remained peaceful as much as you could. Maybe you became a nice person or a good person that everybody liked and got along with because you hid your anger and you, if you expressed your anger, you wouldn't be liked anymore. Maybe you moved into conflict resolution as a business or something similar. These are all positive aspects of pushing down anger, or seemingly so. But by rejecting anger, there are also consequences, especially establishing proper boundaries. The energy of anger helps with establishing boundaries. If you cannot say no with the energy of anger, 
because it is not available to you, chances are people will not respect your no, and they may walk all over you. You'll be a doormat. If they continue to push, the situation escalates to the breaking point where you might explode or protect yourself by going numb or even fly out of the situation, take flight, without ever resolving it, only to create another similar situation later on. If you own anger, you'll be able to use this energy by choice and even out of love without it exploding into violence. Anger is not good or bad, but suppressing anger has negative consequences. It is in your best interest to own anger, embrace it, and use it with love. If you do, then you will have tapped into an amazing power that will serve you rather than destroy you and your relationship with others. So how do you get to know what shadows you have? Let's spend a little time now helping you get some clues into some of your shadows. We're going to do a couple of exercises which will hopefully bring you some awareness into the work that you can do around shadow. Here's the first exercise. I'm going to say the start of a bunch of sentences one at a time. I invite you to just complete the sentences in your own words. Just to complete the sentence with the first words that come to your mind, rather than trying to think about it. Just let the words flow. After each question, you may want to stop the audio for a moment and write down your answers. So here's the start in question, and just complete the sentence. What I keep in the dark about me is... And for example, you might say that I'm ugly or I'm incompetent and stupid or whatever it is. So that's an example. So let's do it again. What I keep in the dark about me is... What I am most afraid of others finding out about me is... The emotions that I'm least comfortable with are the biggest lie I tell myself is what I can't stand in others is what I am least willing to express in relationship is Okay, you might want to write down those answers and see if those are things that you don't want in your life, that you can't be with. If it is, then those are shadows, shadows that you'll want to deal with at some point. Let's do another exercise. This is about where you're stuck. So, where are you most stuck in your life and wanting change? Just sit with that for a moment. Maybe turn off the audio. Where are you most stuck in your life? Then, close your eyes and remember when you really felt bad about this. Go to the darkest place about being stuck around this situation in your life. Go to that dark place. Notice and feel it in your body. Notice the emotions. And when you've connected to that 
stuck place, that dark place, feeling bad about being where you're at there. Then answer this question. What do you make it mean about yourself when you're there, when you're stuck? What are you? What label would you put on yourself? Are you a loser? Are you not good enough? Are you stupid, fat, ugly? How would you label yourself? What kind of person would life treat this way? Or how would someone else judge you in that place of stuck? Would you be a victim, a perpetrator, a slut? What is it? Are you ugly? This will also help you identify shadow. These labels that you cannot be with are actually things, energies, that you want to find a way to embrace and claim. And when you do, the energy of against will go away and you'll be able to choose to be with that energy and there will be benefits to claiming that energy. Hopefully, in these exercises, you've identified some of the energies that are holding you back in life or creating limiting patterns. You may not yet understand how they do that, or you may not have a landing on the exact energy, but it's a start. And there will be results in your life, reflections in your life, that are coming from you not owning that quality. Working with shadow often requires a skilled coach to help you see what you have hidden away all this time. The ego does not actually want you to discover these lost parts, so will even talk you out of doing this work or send you in other directions to distract you from the work. Working with shadow is a step to loosening the power of ego over you, and the ego is very protective of its domain of power. But ego power, as you know, is not true power. In claiming these shadows that you've identified here, and I'm not going to get into the how of that here, but if you go through the work in claiming those shadows, life will become unstuck, patterns will drop off, and you'll be free. So that's it for our time today. In summary, shadow work is perhaps the most liberating work you can do. It's the access point to your true power. You have power hidden in the shadows that wants to be claimed. It's the release point to all of our suffering. Shadow work is about restoring wholeness and where you will discover unconditional love and acceptance for yourself and all of life. If you'd like to start the work of identifying and transforming your shadows to rediscover your freedom, power, and joy, please contact me. If you're stuck somewhere in your life, you'll benefit by finding and embracing the shadow behind it. The result is freedom. So if this feels right for you, email me, ring me up, or make an appointment with me online. You'll find me at www.wisdomways.net. Thank you for tuning in to Wisdom Ways to Living from Your True Power here on the T 
tlrstation.com, powered by Tenacious Living International, where it's all about living outside the box. Have a great day. Are you ready to claim your authentic power? Visit www.wisdomways.net slash power to gain instant access to Richard's free video course on being powerful. And if Richard said something today that truly impacted you and you'd like to talk with him further about it, please connect with him directly at 403-247-8042. Thanks for listening to Wisdom Ways. Have a great day. Talk with you next week.